Hello and welcome back to Little MB. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, give your likes to the podcast, and share the podcast when you like the episodes. For those who already do these things, I appreciate all the support. All right, folks. Well, not really sure how this one's going to fly, but I got to tell you, it amazes me the differences in life. I mean, for years now, I've been seeing memes on Facebook, which are kind of ironic in themselves. Because if people posted memes and it's like children of the 70s and 80s or children of the 90s or whatever it is. And it's like when I was a kid, we used to do this. We used to go out and play. We used to go home for dinner and then get kicked back out until dark. Like all this stuff instead of sitting on computers, sitting on your phones, sitting on Facebook. Or listening to jackasses like me on podcasts. But anyways, we'll, we'll skip the last thing. Ignore that part. But it amazes me because these jackasses are posting these memes from their phones. While they're doing what? Probably sitting at home doing nothing. You know? The real difference to me is being different. Coming up, it was almost the cool thing to be different. To not be a part of the popular group or the jocks group or band or this, that, or the other thing. There were people who took pride in being different. You know? They got called to burnouts. They got called this. They got, got called that doesn't matter. People were different. And that's what they took pride in. Standing out. Standing alone. Not caring what other people thought of them. And, I mean, take myself for example. I wore cowboy boots and a hat. And I didn't give a shit what you thought of me. Make all your country comments or hillbilly comments. It didn't bother me. My two best friends at the school for the blind. Yes, I know there's jokes there. But they were black. One of these black dudes was a jock. And he was he was a touch on the prep, preppy side. But I'm going to tell you something. The dude could still spit street lit. I mean, he had no problem with that. But he, he was different. He was his own guy. And nobody gave two shits. In fact, it almost made you the cool guy. I didn't do it for that reason. You know, and I had plenty of people who hated my guts, don't get me wrong. For reasons I've discussed in other episodes, but whatever. Now, people are wanting to fit in. Now, the cool thing is to be trans. Trans amongst girls over the past couple years has skyrocketed like 
it's according to some reports, between 800 and all the way up to 1,000%. You cannot tell me there are that many trans girls out there. I'd hate to guess what it is for guys. But it became the cool thing to do. Because you were just a piece of shit if you weren't trans or non-binary. I mean, they started this approach with gay. With being gay. They started it with that. And that didn't last long. Then out of nowhere, it's being trans. I met kids like this. They were not the cool kids in school, let me tell you. One of them claimed to be trans. And I can tell you... She she wouldn't remember she claimed to be trans because there'd be days where she'd dress up just as pretty as could be and to where people would comment and she wouldn't know what to say. The sister claimed to be a lesbian, but I, I'm telling you, she had a thing for me. And if you've met me in person... I could be mistaken. I know there's the blind thing, but, you know, I don't think I look feminine with my shaved head goatee and being six foot one, currently 245 pounds, and built. That doesn't sound feminine to me. So, you know, it's, I don't understand where this change took place. Because we used to be taught, be your own person. Who cares what the in crowd says? Be yourself. Don't try to be somebody you're not. Don't try to be something you're not. All it's going to do is let you down and bring you heartache. And yet we have these kids pretending to be trans. Maybe there's a couple who are, but I'm telling you, the percentages do not line up with history. They do not line up with history. There are that not, there, there's just not that many freaking trans dudes and chicks out there is what are claiming to be. It's just, you're ostracized if you're not. And it's because that's the only way to prove that you are, is if you're a dude to wear a dress. That's the only way to prove you're trans and not transphobic. Because it isn't good enough anymore for somebody to say, you know what, I, I don't care, that you're, whatever. I don't care. That ain't good enough. And these kids are so desperate to fit in. And that I don't understand. One thing I definitely took pride in when I was coming up was nobody. I don't think ever anybody ever tried. But nobody could point at me and tell me I was just trying to fit in. To, to be something I wasn't. And I'm sure there's country, country boys who say, well, you're not country, and yet you wore the boots and that. Well, guess what? I owned a horse. I showed horses. I went bull riding when I was 16. And no, I didn't try to make that a career living or go a second time. 
But I did farming. I baled hay. I shoveled horse shit. You know, so nobody could point at me and say, you're trying to be something you ain't. The last time somebody could have done that was when I was in sixth grade, when I was 11 years old. And hey, I liked hip hop and stuff, but guess what? I wasn't no gangbanger, you know? And neither were my friends, whether they were black or not. But we thought that was the cool thing when we were 11 years old, like a bunch of fucking idiots. Which 11-year-olds are. But you got to go back pretty far to find that with my generation. And yeah, you still had kids that wanted to try to be something they weren't. I'm not going to say they didn't exist. They sure as hell did. You know? But they were far and few in between percentage-wise. And guess what? Part of it as a 10-year-old, 11-year-old, part of it is seeing where you do fit in, who you are, what you are. It makes sense to do it at that young age. But you should know by the time you're 14, yeah, I, I love old school country. I love my horse and showing the horse. I, you know, I don't love shoveling shit, but you know, I'm the first in line to go do it when it needs done. Bailing hay, all that crap. You know, it is who I am. Nobody can point to me back then. Nobody could point to me back then and say, you're trying to be something you ain't. Today, those percentages have reversed. Call it 5%. I don't know. I didn't actually run the statistics back when I was in high school, and I ain't about to go up to the high school now and start trying to calculate it now. But I don't know, something about a grown man in his 40s asking a bunch of underage kids if they're trans or homosexual. I mean, it's that's just not going to be a good look. I'm sorry. I think that's going to end with me on the on face first on the ground with my hands getting cuffed behind my back. But call it 5%. Say 5% of the kids in high school were trying to be something they weren't. I'd be willing to bet that this day and age, there's 5% of those kids at the schools these days in high school who are just being themselves. Because you have to fit in now. And I don't understand it. And I'm not going to try to say that you didn't, you know, if you weren't one of the jocks, you know, and I fit in kind of with everybody like one point or another. Like, I don't know. I, was, I, I had friends in every freaking group. The dorks, the dweebs, the jocks, the nerds. I talked to everybody, you know, so it, it just really wasn't a factor for me. But there were definitely kids 
who got pushed away by the jocks. They're like, dude, whatever. You sit on the bench. Get the fuck away from me. You know? Yeah, you, you had dickheads like that. You, you're always going to have dickheads, no matter what. Fact of life. But when you when you take the percentages, I'd be willing to bet that the percentage of people who are just being themselves this day and age in high school, and even after, but let's stick with high school for now, I'd be willing to bet it's in the same neighborhood as the percentage of the kids who try to be something they weren't back in the day, back in the 70s, 80s, 90s. So, I just don't get where this is coming from. I mean, this is some kind of crazy push that had to have been started and created by adults. It makes me think about uh, my youth group, essentially, Sunday school and high school. The youth pastor, Marty, one of the biggest turds you'd ever want to make. Now, granted, he said something I did like, because a guy just a year or two older than me in high school, he had a brain aneurysm on the practice field in college and died. And then all of a sudden, there's signs all over town, we miss you, Scott, we love you, Scott. And Marty said, ain't that sad? I bet none of those people told him that while he was alive, so he could appreciate him. That I agreed with. But for the most part, he's one of those freaking Christian as it suits me type people that picks and choose what they want to believe out of the Bible. And he was a big proponent of pushing for the contemporary service at our church. And to be clear, once you got confirmed into our church at the age of 13, you were allowed to vote on matters in the church. How ridiculous is that? And guess who used that to his advantage? But the youth pastor. He sat and wheedled and needled and all this other stuff. All these kids convincing them that the contemporary service was right. And I'm a traditional guy. I was very conservative. I'm still conservative, religiously speaking very conservative, religiously speaking, as far as what I personally believe in. I'm not going to try to force that on other people. I'll give my opinion, and I will correct where I think correcting is needed, just like anybody else who believes in the Bible. But I'm not going to sit and judge you for how you live your life. It's not my business. I got enough of my own sins hanging around my neck to worry about me. I don't need to be worrying about you. I didn't exactly see things that way in high school, which I'm sure you know if you knew me. But finally, I was probably 18 or so, 17, 18. I was like, you know what? It's not right for me to sit and judge this service without me going to it and seeing what it is. I'd already been to the traditional service ushering, so I'm in my suit and tie. And so I like went outside to smoke and then came back in as I'm coming back in, because there was just a little gap between the two services. Well, Marty's there, and 
He's like, what are you doing? I was like, well, figured I ought to check it out instead of just talking crap about it without seeing it firsthand. And he says, don't you think you're a little overdressed? It's like, you son of a bitch. I, I just told him, I was like, I don't see how you can be overdressed for God's house. And walked on. You know, the point of that story is, is I guarantee you, this trans thing didn't pop up amongst kids. It wasn't kids who got this idea. I guarantee you it was adults. Because, and I guarantee you, it was politically motivated. Get pissed if you want. I'm not accusing Lincoln of being this way. But there was a lot of what they called black Republicans during the Civil War who pushed and pushed for equality across the board for black folks when they got their freedom. Why? It wasn't because they considered them equal. It was because they knew that they would get their votes. These black Republicans, once again, historically, it's what they was called. They knew if we free the black man and we give them the right to vote, we've got their vote for decades. And they did. That didn't start to change until the 30s with FDR and the introduction of welfare and stuff like that to help poor folks out. And then it got sealed the deal got sealed by the civil rights movement. JFK. The same, the same political parties who were creating the Jim Crow laws. They're like, well, hey, you know, let's go ahead and do the civil rights thing. And hey, we'll get their votes from, uh, from the Republicans. And now they do. Malcolm X saw the truth back then. He saw what was going on and why. He said that, and this is his words, just quoting, it's historical, and I'm just saying that, got to remember it was a different time and place, but he said that the Negro needs to beware of the white liberal because they are using things like welfare to buy their votes to combat the conservative. In a later speech, he said that any Negro who votes for a Democrat is a traitor to his own race. Two days later, after that one, he was shot and killed. I'm not saying it was causation, but there's pretty strong correlation there. You know, so guess what? You don't see any Republicans being like, oh yeah, kids need to be able to get their junk cut off and uh, yeah, take hormone blockers. It all came from the left. And it's so extreme, even people on the left have started moving center and right. But they're like, hey, we got all these kids. Let's turn them into something they're not. And we'll support them politically. And then we got their votes. until they become adults, like some of them have been over the past few years, and detransitioning 
and realizing just how screwed they are because they will never be able to have children of their own. And for the rest of their lives, they're mutilated. It is political. I'm telling you, this did not come from kids. Kids are just the easiest to manipulate. You get somebody who seems cool as hell involved in their life. And you can convince them of just about anything. Just about anything. And it still hasn't gone away. Still hasn't gone away, these furries. I mean, what the hell is that? I can identify as whatever animal I want? Well, this is my opinion, folks. Well, first, let me, before I get to the furries, let, let me finish. There, there's something else I'd like to say. Now, I'm not saying we need to actually do this. I am just saying if we did do this, it would change the trans movement within the high schools. Guarantee you. Mark my words. So you get yourself a 14-year-old or 15-year-old guy named Bill who decides you need to start calling him Allison and wearing a dress to school. You put him in a hotel room with a good-looking hooker, and the next time he walks down that hallway and somebody calls it as Allison why she isn't in her dress, he isn't going to know who they're talking to. When they finally get his attention, he's going to be like, my name's Bill, you pussy, get away from me. Once they get laid, they aren't going to be playing this shit no more. Once again, I'm not saying we should do this. I'm just saying if we did. If we did. I mean, come on. In health class, they used to show us pictures of... People like lungs that were riddled with cancer and just how black they were. They showed us people that had face cancer and throat cancer from chewing tobacco and pipes and cigars, all that shit. But I guarantee you, you know as well as I do, they're not showing pictures of the mutilated bodies of these kids that were allowed to go through the gender reassignment surgery. And then, then who are now trying to detransition. They don't show those warning labels. You know that. So just just had to just had to say that about our friend Allison. Anyway, so on to the furries. I really this is the one I understand even least. Kids licking their hand as they raise them? to be called on in class. And then when teachers call on kids to answer questions, say meow or bark like a dog. And their asses aren't getting kicked out of school for disrupting class. Schools that are literally putting litter boxes in the bathrooms for these 
animals to crap and pee in? I think I got more respect for the trans people that aren't trans. At least they're trying to stay human and not claiming to be some kind of freaking animal. And the parents of these furries, they need to be arrested for not doing their duty. Their duty. Ever since I grew up as a kid, you'd see ads on TV, ads in magazines and newspapers. You'd hear ads on the radio for the first 25, 30 years of my life. There was nothing but ads from all these animal organizations telling pet owners, owners of dogs and cats, to be responsible and neuter their pets. Fine, you want to be a dog? Then I'm going to be responsible with you, son. I've got you an appointment for next week. We're getting you neutered. See how quick he drops that bullshit. Oh, hey, Susie. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I love you, honey. But you're you're a kitty cat. We need to get you neutered. Why why the words like or like change like that from animal to animal? Like dogs are neutered, boy dogs you get neutered, female female dogs you get spayed, and then it's the opposite for cats. I don't get that. But either way, How long do you think Susie's going to be licking her hand before she sticks it in the air in class? <laughs> and how do I know this is going to end things? Now, granted, it wasn't nothing for me. But it was definitely an issue for my brother. I was in sixth grade when my dad, like, came to me freaking pissed. My brother got this little earring. Just a front and back, you know, it was like, I don't even know what you call a stud, I guess. But it was magnetic. And he just wanted to see what my dad would say. My dad flipped his shit. And I already heard the conversation he had with my brother. And i got to tell you, at that point in time, me and my brother did not get along. So I was sitting and just shit-eating, grin on my face, giggling. But then dad comes up to me like, I was the one with the idea. And he's like, I'm going to tell you the same as I just told your brother. You show up with long hair or an earring, that's fine. But mark my words, I will go to work late every day just so I can put you in a dress and drive you to school myself and I'll kick your ass off that door in front of God and everybody. And I'll keep doing it until you decide to grow the fuck up. I never have considered getting an earring in my life. <laughs> I guess when I was in my 20s at one point, late mid to late 20s, I had hair to my shoulders, but that's just how long it grew over winter. And I, my dad said something to me, and I was like, trust me, I'm cutting it as soon as it... We had a hard winter. I just had a feeling a hard one was coming, so I grew my beard, and it was to my chest, hair to my shoulders. Yeah, trust me, that, that shit came off. And... 26, 26 years old or not, I have a feeling my dad would have freaking done the same thing, put a dress on me and drove me to ICC, the junior college I was going to at the time, and kicked my ass out the door in front of everybody <laughs> if I wouldn't have got rid of that long hair. 
I'm just, it's, it's just one of those things. You want to knock the, some, some sense into these kids, but that's, that's the wrong people to do it to. You need to knock some sense into the parents. Be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I don't want to hear this argument, well, I can get in trouble, I can get arrested. Is your kid in his life or her life? If you aren't willing to stand for that, what the hell are you willing to stand for? Because the people who aren't willing to stand for their kids in their lives and their well-being and health, we need to have a line of them down at the border with Mexico and send one across for every illegal immigrant that comes here. Get rid of them. I'm sure I am making a ton of friends with this episode. I am, I guarantee you, I'm making some friends. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, I just, good Lord. It is just, this country's going straight to hell in a handbasket. I mean, damn. Because these kids are going to be running this country in 15 years. I don't want that. I was walking down the hall at public school when I was 17 where I overheard an older teacher saying, you know, I'm getting ready to retire. And the fact that you guys in this class are going to be in charge of things when I'm needing support to be taken care of scares the hell out of me. <laughs> I started cracking up right then and there. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was funny. All right, folks. Well, I've ranted long enough. So any questions, comments, concerns, hit me up at littlemb6580 at gmail.com. Until next time. Oh, one more thing, if you're still with me. I was going to do an extra episode this week. Ran into some issues with the bathtub, so I didn't get all my testing done with the new bags and that. It's still coming. I'm not going to give you another time where I'm guaranteeing that it's going to get done, but I will do it. Just to try to explain why. I'm having issues with the drain wanting to drain. But anyway, until next time, y'all take care. <laughs>